Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, but if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. Today, we're celebrating the Royal Dragonfly Book Awards of 2012, primarily because my book, Confessions of a Movie Addict, won first place in the memoir category this year, and mostly because Linda Radke, president of Five Star Publications, the group sponsoring these awards, has agreed to help us celebrate by telling us more about this yearly event. Then, during the last part of the show, an amusing Roast the Author conversation will be replayed for everyone's listening pleasure. Before bringing Linda on, let's check with Nikki Starr to see if she's ready to help with the show. Nikki, are all systems go in the chat room? And Nikki must be multitasking. So, anyway, I know that the chat is open, and I see we already have Justin in the chat and Morgan Lawrence, and we we welcome them, and we thank everyone who uh, signs up for the chat. We really appreciate their participation, as well as our other listeners, of course. And we appreciate Linda Radke taking time from her busy schedule to be here. Let me tell you a little bit about her. In addition to authoring her own books, which have earned accolades across the globe, Linda uses her publishing prowess to market and produce award-winning books for other authors. She's been named the Book Marketer of the Year by Book Publishers of Southern California. She's won acclaim on TV's 60 Minutes and in magazines such as Kiplinger's, NEA Today, and many others. Welcome to Movie Addict Headquarters, Linda. Oh, Betty Jo, thank you so much for the incredible introduction. Uh, it's, it's my pleasure to be with you today. It's great to have you with us. You know, I'm so excited that Confessions of a Movie Addict received an award in your contest this year because I wanted the sales to go up a little bit around Christmas time. And um, I don't do a lot of uh, promotion for the book which I should do because I really don't get any money from the book. My, all of my um, royalties as an author are donated to the Film Foundation, which is a nonprofit group that uh, Martin Scorsese founded uh, to help uh, in the preservation of um, movies. But I know that our listeners want to know more about this annual event. We can talk about con- more of Confessions of a Movie Addict later. So why don't you start out by telling us how the Royal Dragonfly Book Awards program got started. Absolutely. I first want to congratulate you. Uh, Achieving an award, much less the first place, does not come easy with the Royal Dragonfly Book Awards. Um, And I'll go over a little bit about the steps. Um, I created the Royal Dragonfly Book Awards in 2009. 
And the reason I established this contest is that I started Five Star Publications in 1985. And you can only imagine the type of manuscripts and and books that are pitched to us over the years. Part of what (laughs) we strive for at Five Star Publications is quality and excellence. We are very selective about the books we publish, and we strive for excellence on every single printed page, document, and website. And with that, over the years, we were starting to see with, unfortunately, a lot of folks don't have the same standards. And Mm. all of a sudden, you start seeing all different types of books coming out on the marketplace, and sometimes not giving publishers the best name. So I wanted to reinforce and encourage publishers and authors for doing a superior job with their books because I think it's so important to to keep those standards high in the industry. So I created the Royal Dragonfly Book Awards to give honor and credit to authors and publishers like yourself that did all the right things to get their book to where it was and where it is. And hearing you say a couple of things, number one, that I believe you mentioned that maybe even this contest is giving your book a new life and new sales. One of the things that makes our Book Awards contest a little different from some of the others is that we do not restrict the entry by the publication date because there are so many golden books out there that are not necessarily published within the last year or two that really deserve recognition for uh, the the good job done. And so when someone like uh, you enters your book and wins first place, what we're saying is, number one, hats off to you. Uh, We want other folks to have an opportunity to learn about a book that maybe they might have missed over the years. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's that's one of the things. And in terms of judging, I want to explain that w- another unique thing about our contest is that it's based on a very strict point system. Oh. And what that means, our judges have a criteria to, f- to follow, and that criteria is going to, let's say that there are 80 possible points, and let's say there are... Uh, 10 different categories, and that are eight, and they're each able to earn up to 10 points. Well, what I know from your book is that your book received a perfect score. <gasps> oh, my a gosh, perfect, I did not know. Did not a know perfect that. score. And it's not very often that we can say a book gets, in our case, it's 80 out of 80 points. Because your book is made of all the right stuff, Betty Jo. It's made of all the right stuff. But let's say that you entered that book, and let's say that for some reason your book was the only book entered in that category. Would you have automatically won first place? Absolutely not. It Mm. is based on the criteria and earning points. And if you did not earn 80 points, but let's say that you earned 71 points, you would have earned a second place, not a first place. 
And so, again, it comes from earning it, and you definitely, definitely earned the first place award. Well, I am so happy to hear that and, and kind of shocked about it. And But I, but the reason that uh, I was um, so surprised was because I entered the contest because I, I loved what I read about the contest and what you were doing to help authors. And I thought, well, I'll, you know, I'm just, I'm going to enter because I want to support what uh, Five Star Publications is doing. And I just forgot about it then. That was just all. And especially since the book is a book that was published over 10 years ago. And, and of course, I loved the, the idea that here's a contest that a, that a book that was published 10 years ago could be entered into a contest of this kind. But now to to actually be be a winner, I mean, I'm I'm just on cloud nine, and and the things that you're 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 telling me are just going straight straight to my heart. I I really appreciate it. And yes, the book has picked up in sales on Amazon Kindle because it is out in the Kindle version now, and also the paperback is in the regular Amazon catalog. So. So it can be ordered from from either in either one of those uh, those formats. But you so this does make your your event different from other book awards because usually they're going for the newer you know for the newer books. And I don't think there's the strict the strict type of judging. Who who actually does the judging, Linda? We have a variety of judges, and they're. Each and every one is an industry professional, depending on the category. Uh, sometimes they're teachers or former teachers, editors, librarians. Sometimes it's, a, it's an author. Sometimes if we're judging on a book cover design or interior design, they're graphic designers. And these folks know their stuff. And they are truly uh, qualified to help judge each and every contest. And I think that's important to know that because sometimes you enter a contest and and you're not quite sure if there are industry professionals judging it. And that's like another thing for you to be very proud of. It's your peers and industry professionals, once again, that are acknowledging you and taking their hat off to you. Absolutely. That makes that makes a, the difference. And and there are certain criteria that the judges use. Uh, of course, there's the point system, and they must must be using a particular uh, criteria to do that. And the, I would be happy judging. to share that criteria. Thank but you. But keep one thing in mind, Betty Jo. I'm going to share the criteria that was used in your category. And understand oh, if it was a different category, it would be different criteria, because if you're, if a book is being judged by its cover... And they say you can't judge a book by its cover, but you try getting it into national distribution without a great cover. You try right. getting it reviewed because, unfortunately, that's the very first impression. To me, there's two important things. There's cover design and there's the title, and they're both there for a good reason and for marketing reasons. But, for example, our judges use the following criteria, criteria when uh, judging your book. Number one, how engagingly is the biographical material presented? You received 10 out of 10 possible points. 
How accurate are the facts, statistics, and information? Again, you earn 10 out of 10. How well does the writing help the reader visualize the book's biographical subject and time period of the person's life? Does the book give readers insight on an understanding of the subject's personality, opinions, preferences, disposition, etc.? The next criteria how integrated are dialogue, narrative, and other writing techniques? The next item is rate the grammar, not punctuation, as it can vary depending on style. Mm-hmm. Next, would someone interested in this genre read another book by the author? And would someone interested in this, well, I'm sorry, I'm repeating myself, the last one, rate the quality of publishing. Example, is the printing crisp rather than faded or blurred? Is mm. the book printed on quality stock? Do the words sit nicely on the page instead of running into graphics or too close to the margin, etc.? And the the last one that I just mentioned is if you have all the if you've done all the right steps, but you haven't given thought or had a professional involved with the typesetting layout and design of your book. It gets in the way of your message because instead of reading and enjoying visually what's going on, all of a sudden you're questioning the layout. You're questioning the design. So, you know, again, on a scale of 80 possible points, you mastered each and every level. Oh, that's so good to know. I'm I'm going to have to share that information with my publisher, but if I had known all of that, I probably – uh, definitely uh, would have thought twice <laughs> before entering, but that's wonderful, wonderful news. Now, we usually have uh, some listeners who have uh, written books and who are uh, or in the middle of writing books, and so um, I want to give as much time as you would need to tell a little bit about the um, the categories that uh, books can be entered into and possibly when the when does the next contest begin. Absolutely. I'm happy to go over that. And basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to www.dragonflybookawards.com and go over the different levels because there are 50 different categories. And I think it's important to know that there are a variety of of categories and it gives information about the deadlines and everything. And so, basically, and if you're ready, I'll go over the different categories. There's that will be fiction, great. novel. The second one is fiction, collection of short stories, mystery, romance, historical fiction, history nonfiction, biography, autobiography slash memoir, fine art slash photography. Performing Arts, Music, Movies, and TV, Science Fiction and Fantasy, Multicultural, Gay, Lesbian, and Cultural Diversity, Pets and Animals, How To, Business and Finance, Coffee Table and Gift Books, Food-Related Cookbooks, Food Travel, Food History, About Food, Health, Diet, Nutrition, 
sports and exercise, aging, senior living, education, environment, home and garden, humor, religion, spirituality, and philosophy, self-help and inspirational, and we're halfway there, poetry, psychology, relationships, parenting, textbooks, science and technology, transportation, travel, military, children's picture books, five and younger, children's picture books, six and older, children's activity books, children's chapter books, children's poetry, young adult fiction, young adult nonfiction, newbie award first-time author nonfiction, newbie award first-time author fiction, women's interest, writing publishing, westerns, other nonfiction, best cover design, best interior design, and last but not least, best photography slash illustrations. There's something there for everyone. For everyone. And one thing that I want to mention, you could enter one book in several categories. And so, you know, it gives you an opportunity for multiple awards. And if you happen to have a book for children, we also sponsor the Purple Dragonfly Book Awards, and you're actually eligible and allowed to enter that book in both contests for two separate possible recognitions and two separate uh, possible awards. I think that's great. That that is really great. And and now you do have this uh, this um, next the 2013 contest starting in Jan. Will that be starting in January? What it is for the Royal Drag of Dragonfly, and it is ongoing. Uh, August 1st is like there's like an early entry. October 1st is the final deadline and then the winners are notified on November the 15th and these years are consistent from year to year the purple dragonfly the the entry dates are a little different it's March 1st for the early bird and it's May 1st for the final and June 15th the winners are announced and those who enter early have the option of receiving one or two gifts Um, they have the option of getting a PDF file or an ebook of the Economical Guide to Self-Publishing or Promote Like a Pro, Small Budget, Big Show. Wow, and I already see we have a question in the chat. Molo is uh, asking, has a book ever won in more than one category? And Molo, absolutely. I mean, we've had some authors, and if you go to the website, Dragonfly Book Awards, and you look at some of the previous winners, <coughs> pardon me, you will find that sometimes an author might win four or five different categories. But understand there are different judges. So a person might win first place in one category and maybe an honorable mention in a different category, but it does happen. And and I noticed that uh, that Nikki's on the ball here. She's put something in the chat room. Um, she's put a link, and let's make sure that that is the one that you want uh, listeners to know about. It's www.dragonflybookawards.com. Perfect. Oh, great. Well, I'm just uh, I'm just more than more than honored after hearing all of these things about um, uh, about five star. Uh, 
publications and the Royal Dragonfly Book Award uh, contest. And I, as you know, Linda, my um, memoir is um, kind of an amusing life at the minutes, uh, life at the movies take about a long-standing love affair of the cinema, and it was such fun to write. So to win an award for doing that is quite an honor, and as I told you, a, a big surprise. And I wanted to tell you about more surprises that I had. It, those came last year during the uh, 10th anniversary of the celebration of the book's publication by Wheatmark. That's um, that's my publisher, and they marked the occasion by offering an ebook version on Amazon's uh, Kindle store. And so I decided, well, I'll schedule a show. Uh, where I, and I'll invite a few a few of my friends and colleagues uh, to come on and, and praise my book. And I was so excited about that. But instead, it ended up as a humorous roast about the author. And I went, I'm, just, I'm just delighted to play it again. I'm so glad that you're here and that you can stay and listen to this, Linda. And then we'll have time Absolutely. for some some comments. Um, it's about a 15-minute tape, but let's hear that now. You'll remember the first person who reacted to the book was Warren Epstein, who is now arts and culture editor for the Colorado Springs Gazette, and his comments uh, comments were written for the back page. When I, when I read them, I was shocked, I tell you. <laughs> and that's why I've asked Warren to call in today. I hope that he has been able to do that. Let's see if, if we can he get is. him on the line here. Is Warren here? I am. Hi. Benjo, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Welcome to Movie Addict Headquarters, Warren. Well, thank you, and happy anniversary. Well, thank you. Ten years, and who would have thought? And you and I were just uh, going to movies back there and film festivals and, and uh, having fun, and we didn't know that you were going to become a VIP editor. <laughs> so, <laughs> so congratulations on, on but that. But I, I have to say that those times when we were, you know, the, the, the folks who don't know know about what it's like to be a movie critic, one of the great joys for me was that you were in this sort of catch of, of like-minded people who would go to these press-only screenings, and everybody had their own seat, and you don't want to dare get in Bob Dennerstein's seat or all hell's going to break loose. and. and, and <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I love that the camaraderie that everybody had and um and you see the same faces at the, at the film festivals and and all that and I remember probably the first movie that I got to review was uh, uh you'll remember the movie Shine oh, yeah. with uh Jeffrey Rush and it's a very moving movie anyway but I remember I was teary eyed and I thought you know part of the reason I was teary eyed was the thinking jeez I'm getting paid to do this. This is amazing. <laughs> and so, even though you know, I, I love my job now as the arts and culture editor at the Gazette. I, I, I sorely miss the days where, where I was just hanging back in the dark movie theater watching great movies with you guys. Well, we we miss you too. Um, and uh, even though you even though you wrote what you did right. <laughs> well, yeah. Were you? Do you, do you want me to share this? This was I do, I do because I, I've for ten years now, I've been waiting to hear you <laughs> say these words in your very own voice, and so that's you know I'm so glad that you called in. So oh, it's my pleasure. So go and, ahead. And, so go ahead. And I want I folks to know that that uh, that Bejo does have a thick skin, and and I I mean this in all seriousness when I say. 
I hate Betty Jo Tucker. As a, as a fellow Colorado film critic, I've loathed her for years. Sure, you can call it professional jealousy, but see it from my perspective. We all go to film the film festival. Most of us get an article or two out of it. Betty Jo gets an adventure. She ends up being served dinner by the filmmakers, for heaven's sake. I mean, well, now I have to put up with her book, Confessions of a Movie Addict, and believe me, it's about as Betty Jo as it can be. She takes us behind the scenes of the entertainment industry, sharing her favorite celebrity interviews and revealing her personal connections and passions for the movies, yada, 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 as if we care. I mean, come on. Okay. The mishap about her first porn film had me laughing, but just a look. You'll, you'll probably read this book and fall in love with Betty Jo. See if I care. Well, Warren. <laughs> so that's, 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 that's a thumbs up then. That, that, that's when the, my thumbs when up. the shot wore off, up, after, I can... <laughs> it really made made me laugh. But I guess it's not surprising, especially since you've done some stand-up comedy in the day. Am I right about that? Oh yes, I'm still doing some of that. Are you still? Do- well, that's what I wanted to ask you before you go. Are you working on any project? Yeah. Is there any gig you'd like to mention? Yeah, and on se- September 10th, I'm opening for uh, Josh Blue at the um, Stargazers Theater here. Really? Uh, a pretty good comedy gig, and I'm involved with theater and other things, but, uh, but I'll tell you, I missed the movie reviewing. So um, so tell me, what do you think of Cowboys and Aliens? Oh, well, that that's for a whole other show, okay? Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> well, I'm really interested in, um, in uh, someday getting a chance to see you do uh, stand-up comedy, because you always did keep me laughing when we were <laughs> we were seeing oh. films together as film critics and I I really appreciate all your help and support Warren. Now, oh my pleasure. To- this, is, this really is a worthy cause. I love that it supports the film preservation and 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 so many films get you know deteriorate with age and we lose so many classics. So it's great to see this happening. Exactly. I feel the same way. And you're welcome to stay for the rest of the show when we'll be hearing from James Colt Harrison, Diana Sanger, Nancy Lombardo, and Denise Casino. In fact, I see that James is on the line now. Uh, shall I bring James on, uh, Warren? Are, are you uh, ready to hear sure. uh, hear another film critic? Okay. Sure, James. James, how is everything in beautiful La Jolla? Everything is beautiful in beautiful La Jolla. It's well, sunny today. You always make us jealous, and but I'm so glad that you called in. You're the second person, right after Warren. <laughs> and then I was talking with you on the phone, and you said that you just started reading my book at breakfast and lost your porridge, and I didn't know whether to laugh or cry when I heard that. <laughs> Because it's not what you expect to hear from a dignified film historian like you. <laughs> Who's dignified? <laughs> yeah, but you redeemed yourself by, you know, you gave me one of my favorite quotes in the first sentence of your review, and I was wondering if you'd be well. I mean, this will be a nice counterpoint to what Warren wrote about about me. <laughs> so you see, get to see the other side of the coin. So I was wondering, would you be willing? To read to read that uh, that review for our listeners and, and yeah, uh, sure yeah well you know I tried to think of something nice to say about the book but I couldn't come up with anything so <laughs> I, I, I read the book again contagious I, I read the book again and I I came up with even less so 
So I, I jotted down a few notes, and, and here they are. If Oscars were given for the funniest book of the year, then Confessions of a Moody Movie Addict by Betty Jo Tucker would win, hands down. Yay! <laughs> Film critic Tucker is as starstruck today as she was as a little girl when she was frightened out of her wits by Frankenstein, and later in high school when she did impersonations of Rita Hayworth singing, Put the Blame on Maine, Boys. <laughs> she, she fell hopelessly in love with the movies and movie stars. The affection she developed warped her mind from that point on to her present-day success as a film critic. It has been said you have to be nuts to be a movie critic, and Tucker would probably agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker takes us through her life in a chatty, gossipy way that serves the book's topic well. She regales us with hilarious personal encounters with movie stars and directors. Her unique and jolly way of looking at films is sampled in the reviews that are included in the book. If you love movies as much as I do, you'll love Confessions of a Movie Addict. I haven't had so much fun since I watched a Laurel and Hardy comedy. Short of doing pratfalls, Tucker will set you laughing out loud with her confessions. Oh, wow, what a great review, James. Whenever I, whenever I feel a little down, I reread that review, and I'm a happy camper again, and I... I, I kind of uh, feel a little embarrassed when you mentioned about put the Rita Hayworth and put the blame on Maine. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you forget that. No, actually, actually, James, actually, James, I think she did include the Pratt Falls because there was the tripping the Dow's uh, segment of the book. <laughs> yes, that's true. But but what, well, I, when I was imitating Rita Hayworth with uh, put the blame on Maine, yeah, that it was a high school assembly, and I was going for seductive. That's what I, you know, the seductive Rita Hayward. Uh-huh, yeah. And the people, I don't know why the people in the uh, audience were laughing, but that just made me very angry. <laughs> and then, you know what they started, what my nickname became as a result of that? Torchy. Torchy. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I love that review. I, I appreciate it so oh, much. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Uh, hey, James, I see that your San Diego colleague uh, Diana Sanger is calling now, so let's see what she's up to. Oh, good. Di- yeah, Diana. I'm hi. doing great, Betty Jo, and I just re-looked at your book last night, and you know what? I what? agree with Warren. I hate you, too. <laughs> <laughs> we all it's even you. better the second time around, just like love. <laughs> oh. oh, I should know about that, too. <laughs> yeah. That's another. That's a whole other story. But you know, Diana, none of my books would have been written without your support and encouragement. You were the motivating force, and I, I appreciate that so much. And you gave me. So some days you love me, and some days you hate me for it, right? Well, yeah. Well, true. That's true. But mostly love. But you did give me another important quote in your review when you wrote, "Movie fans will have a blast reading Confessions of a Movie Addict." And you know what? We've gotten a lot of mileage out of that quote. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You know what one but, sentence jumped out at me last night was, how far will film critics go, will film companies go to shock today's adult audiences? And I just laughed. It's like, well, look where we've come in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Diana. Yeah, well, 
I think you probably uh, identified with with a lot of with a lot of things a lot of things in the book, and I I'm so happy to know that you you reread it and you really did have a blast reading. Well, it reading is. It. I mean, your 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 reviews are so insightful. You know, you have a wonderful natural ability to um, get entertainment. People like you know was said you know just. You know, invite you for dinner. Good grief! You know, we can't even get their picture, and you've got all their pictures all over your book, and they answer any question you ask. You're just a great critic and a great author, and of course, a great radio host too. We love you. Oh, hate and love. Thank you. And you know, it's, one of the things I wanted to point out is how easy it is, especially if you do this for a long time, to get cynical. And yeah. one of the things that Betty Jo has never lost is that childlike enthusiasm about going to the drive-in movie or whatever, you know, from when you were a kid. It just really comes through. Yes, uh, oh yes, and it's it's, it's getting uh, kind of harder and harder to maintain that. <laughs> <laughs> the movies that you have <laughs> the movies that, are, that are out. But, but you know what? I, uh, Lauren, I have a very high tolerance for, for bad movies. Because yeah, I I even like I even like the bad movies because I can come and talk with uh, with uh, with uh, the people on Movie Attic headquarters and with my friends Diana and Jane. and really have fun with the deconstruction of you know and, and I miss that I I actually do miss because now I still I'll still see all the good movies but I never see the bad movies anymore because I'm paying my own eight dollars you know. Oh yeah, it may, and it Warren, make. that's really true when our film critics vote because some of the movies that Betty Jo votes for for you know favorite movie of the year, some of our critics just roll their eyes, and I go, get over <laughs> it, it's Betty Jo. <laughs> 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 where where you know, were we? Something... Were we seeing the same movie? <laughs> There's wonder. something going on this weekend here that you guys would love in Colorado Springs <laughs> at the Fine Arts Center. They're doing. The Sound of Music, talk about restoration, they got a great restored print, and they do a sing-along with The Sound of Music. So everybody goes there to sing along. That was, and where that? is that? Where is that happening? Fine Arts Center, Colorado Springs Fine Arts Center. Yeah, that's just a hop and a skip away from me, so I'm, I'm glad, to, glad to hear what, about that. So what that. do you guys think about that idea, that you're showing movies as interactive sing-alongs? <laughs> They do that quite often here in one of our areas in San Diego. It, it's oh, very popular. Uh, Greece would be would be a good one. Oh yeah. yeah. To do that, to do a sing along with uh, with Greece. So I, I haven't attended one of these, but I'm going to keep my eye out for that. I think I might do you it. know, you know, there, there's another person who really had fun with the book, and I was hoping that uh, she would be calling in. Um, Nancy Lombardo, uh, another comedian, Lauren. Nancy, are you are you on the line? I have confidence in confidence alone. It's easy to see why I have confidence in me. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy is on the line. Nancy, thank you yes. for that five-star review on Amazon.com. You're the only person who said my book should be made into a movie, and since I'm a movie addict, that, that got me really excited. 
Why? Well, why would it make why? a good movie? Well, I, I loved it. I, well, it was well-written, and it was very informative, but you could just tell your whole passion for it. But the underlying story, uh, or the story within a story, was your whole, um, how many degrees you have, uh, <laughs> tripping over the thing and an ambulance coming and a <laughs> movie theater just because you love the movie so much, but then getting married, getting remarried, but the whole time just maintaining your passion for films. You never let it go. And I just think it's a great story there that you'd never let it go, that you just had a passion for this, the lights, the screens, the dark rooms, the whole magic of the whole thing, which I still think every time I go into a movie theater, I'm entering a cathedral of some kind because it's oh. just... It's just the mystery. It's just the magical thing. The, no matter what, I'm, I'm like going, how are they? I don't, you don't even question it. You just watch it. So it's an yes, amazing and, thing. And, Nancy, you have experience in uh, film. I mean, you're, not, yeah. uh, you're also an actress along with a comedian. So, uh, and you you still... mostly television, but yes, yes, but I love, I love it. But the fact you really know your stuff, and I just think that the story of a woman who is, who's followed her passion would just make a great movie, and that's what you've done. And you've incorporated it to those around you as well. <laughs> well but, but the important thing, do you think it, it should be a comedy or a drama? Uh, should it be a <laughs> comedy a or a drama? You're asking a comedian? Should it be a comedy or a drama? I think it should be along the lines of a stage door-esque truth and witty funny movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, 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 and knowing Betty Jo, it's got to be a musical. Absolutely. It has to be a musical. And I think that um, Nancy Lombardo should star in it. Now, you see what I had to put up with, Linda. And I loved every minute of it. Do you think that that uh, conversation will uh, will help increase the uh, holiday sales of Confessions of a Movie Addict? Absolutely. And I'll tell you something. I enjoyed listening to every minute of it because I can tell that you are loved, loved, and loved. And, and you know, and I also hope that your friends and those who have read your book will take time to go in and add new endorsements on Amazon because that will help bring new life too. Getting word out about the contest is always good for visibility. One of the things that I admire about you, uh, and I'm very, pr and I say this with all respect, and I'm very proud of you for this, is that you're donating funds to a very worthy cause. And one of the things that we strive for at Five Star Publications is to do a contribution with each and every book to a selected cause. And, and I really, really think it's wonderful that you are doing the same. Well, I'm so glad that that you're uh, that you think that way and that you're you're doing the same sort of thing. And do you know what, Linda? We've had someone who's uh, called in and has just been so patient. And I think we have time to bring him on and he's a he's a favorite here on um movie addict headquarters he's an actor he's an author he's a raconteur he goes by molo in the chat room but he's the real deal morgan lawrence so let's see if we can get him on here now for a few minutes hello morgan i'm so glad you're here and that you called in uh we're Speaking with Linda Radke, did you have a question or a comment? I just enjoyed listening to everyone um, and, and the recording and the entire 
The whole thing was sort of like a coffee clash with old friends. I really enjoyed listening to all of it. Um, I, you know, Thank I you. kind of feel like I'm sitting in your living room with a bunch of friends. <laughs> well, that's kind of the way I feel now, just uh, just listening uh, to it. And and Morgan, um, how is your book coming? You might consider to entering one of these contests that Linda. Um, you know, I sponsors. actually think I'm going to enter uh, my my book in there. Um, the thing is still in like eleven countries and three languages, and uh, doing doing fairly well. It's it's doing okay, and uh, we're um, talking with people, uh, different people, about the screenplay off of it. And you know, it'll be it'll evolve into whatever it's going to evolve. And I'm writing two more books now. Wow, and the and Linda, the name of Morgan's book is "The Streets Ran Red." I I've um, had the good fortune to read it, and it's a very very exciting book. But I think he has some concerns about what the uh, category would be. But I think if he goes to your uh, website, that, that can be cleared yes. up. And Morgan, it sounds like an intriguing title just by the title alone. And I would encourage you to go to to uh, Dragonfly Book Awards and look at the various categories. And if ever you have any questions, you can always email us, and we're happy to give guidance. I will be happy to do that. I uh, I'd look forward to, if nothing else, just a good opinion uh, from from a professional voice on on the book. So, uh, yeah, I, I will enter it. Thank you. Great. I, it's so great to get to put people together like this. It's uh, it's really such a pleasure. But I cannot believe that it's almost, our time is almost up. And I want to make sure to thank you, Linda, for being such a great guest today. I hope you know how honored I am to be a Royal Dragonfly Award recipient this year. And I want you to keep up your important work. And I, I want to see Morgan enter the Streets Ran Red into, into one of your contests next year. Thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure talking with you and your listeners. We, It's been our pleasure to have you on our show, Linda. And, and thank you, Morgan, for calling in and it's so it's time to wrap things up this is betty joe tucker giving a big shout out to the folks at blog talk radio for featuring this episode as one of today's staff picks we really appreciate it thanks again to linda for being here and to nikki for everything she does to make movie addict headquarters such a joy to host thanks also to our chatters and other listeners i hope everyone enjoyed the show please come back next week for our Best Films of 2012 show with two of my favorite film critics, Susan Granger and John P. McCarthy. In the meantime, don't you forget to check out our film reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. Now, in keeping with our celebration theme today, here's Kenny Loggins to take us out with a song that always makes me want to celebrate get ready everyone here comes footloose
Everybody get it.